The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to, no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet full of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code staple two zero. Yo, party people, it's Ashley of SingleWomenChronicles.com, where being single is a beautiful choice rather than a miserable circumstance. And today's episode is brought to you by my journal, Get Unstuck When Life Sucks, the 30-day guided self-help journal with journal prompts. And you can get this book on Amazon.com exclusively. Amazon.com. I feel like I said something crazy there, but <laughs> here we are. Hello, people. Hello, people. Um, Yeah, just I record on Monday, so just coming up off of a weekend, you guys. And I feel like I realized some things this weekend before I get into the main topic. And, of course, we're going to be talking about Derek Jackson and him divorcing his wife. Um, I'm minding other people's business today uh, only because I feel like it's just in alignment with my brand and I feel like there's always a lesson that we can draw from the pieces of other people's realities, I guess. But yeah, so coming off the weekend, I was off on Saturday. I usually don't, I'm usually not off on Saturday. I do hair. So I'm usually working on Saturday, but I didn't have anyone booked for Saturday. So I was off and being off, I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm usually not off, like what to do. So I like went out and I hung out. I went to a restaurant. I went to two restaurants and I ain't going, I ain't even going to put my business out there. (laughs) I ain't even going to like go into like detail But what I am going to say is, have you ever tried to do things that you've outgrown but didn't realize you outgrown them until you tried to do it? (laughs) Like, I... I'm just at this point of life where I just... Oh, my God. Like, I think I'm just so... I'm so decided on what I want exactly that when I'm in the vicinity of what I don't want, I get drained. Like I am drained by things that are not what I want are not in alignment with my goals that are not in alignment with my desires. And it's like bittersweet. It's, it's sweet because it's like, Oh, I've grown. I've gotten to this place that I wanted to be. But it's bitter because it's like, oh, now I have to wait 
for what I actually desire. Yay. Because <laughs> it's like a lot of the times we want to, we have these like voids and we're trying to fulfill them with temporary things. So like example, loneliness is like a huge thing that I, I battle with. And so being lonely, you, you think, okay, how do you overcome that? Like, how do you fix that? And a lot of the times you're thinking, oh, easy, be around people, you know, go hang out with somebody, go hang out, go outside, you know, go and just have fun, whatever, whatever. But when it's like a temporary fix, like sometimes like back in the day, I would just like go on a random date or I would just go out and party and, and that would like fulfill me temporarily. But like now I don't even get a temporary fix from that kind of stuff. Like I still go home and I'm like trained. I'm like, dang, I was better off before. <laughs> like before I was just dealing with loneliness. Now I'm dealing with loneliness and exhaustion. This is ridiculous. So <laughs> it shows like your growth, but at the same time, it just shows like you have to dig deeper and try to fulfill it with things that are not temporary. So right now I'm, I'm more so working on like how to cope with loneliness internally by myself because I was talking to my close homegirl. Um, you can go watch the podcast, um, marriage. What is it? I'm sorry. I can't even think of the name of the past. It was so long ago. Marriage is not better than single or something like that. Where I interviewed my homegirl who's been married for like eight years. And, you know, I was asking her cause we were just talking about marriage and, um, you know, just life. And I was asking her, does she still feel lonely in her marriage or whatever? And she was saying like, yes, but it's more so me because of, you know, my lack of vulnerability with my husband, it has really little to do with him and more so with me. And I'm just like, wow, that's like interesting to say. But what that let me know is like, I mean, God was letting me know too. Cause you know, me and him be having these conversations and he be snatching my edges. And, um, <laughs> uh, he asked, I was kind of like in this thought process of like, why do you even want to be married? I was asking that to myself. And if I'm being really honest and really vulnerable with myself, I feel like a huge part of me, although I do want companionship, I do want a purpose partner, I do want someone to live my life with, a huge part of me wanting to be married is I feel like if I get married, then I will no longer be lonely again. But I'm realizing that that's not true. So you really have to dig deeper and address that part of yourself before you enter a marriage because your expectations are not going to... You, the marriage ain't going to meet your expectations. And I feel like your partner shouldn't have to be that for you. Like your, your partner shouldn't have to be your cure for loneliness. Like that should already be cured. Now, don't get me wrong. I was a hundred percent lonely a while ago, but like God has been helping me heal that little by little. I think a lot of the times we be wanting this overnight healing, but that's not how God works. So it's, it's, it's little by little, you know, um, I don't know what scripture it is, but God talks in scripture a lot about little by little blessings. So I feel like he's been healing me little by little. And I think after this weekend, trying to fulfill my loneliness, how I used to like by going out and just trying to get out the house and have fun again, I came back and I was drained instead of it filling me up like it used to. And it, it made me realize like, dang, like you're, you're you're really close to being fully healed so now you have to dig deeper into that little small portion and fill that up by yourself now you got to fill that up with god baby and so yeah <laughs> that was just like a huge revelation for me and it was a little again it was bittersweet because i was kind of annoyed because i did want to feel 
a little full after, you know, going out and stuff, but I didn't. And I was just like, okay, could have just stayed home for this. <laughs> so, you know, growth, 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 man. Growth is hard. Growth is uncomfortable. Even when you had not, even when you've gotten to that point, it's still uncomfortable because you're having to adjust and feed yourself more food, like different types of food, you know. They talk about going biblical. Again, it talks about, you know, you can't always be on milk. You have to get to meat at some point. And I feel like I'm no longer on milk. I'm no longer on Similac. I'm no longer on baby food. Like, I'm on meat. And it's like when you are chewing meat, of course, chewing meat is tougher. It's harder. So, yeah, it's just a shift. It's just a shift of growth and just being self-aware I understand it, and I just understand it that, again, I have to stretch. This stretching thing and becoming your best self is very ghetto. I, I see why people choose not to be the best, their best selves, because being your best self takes so much work. <sighs> so, yeah. All right, jumping into the topic. I feel like Derek Jackson divorcing his wife is a win, and I feel like it's a win for several reasons. The reason, um, let me put this disclaimer out there before somebody twists my words up. I don't necessarily agree with divorces. I feel like a lot of, it's so many people getting a divorce right now. It's like wild. But at the same time, like, I, I do feel like a lot of people are quitting too soon. I think they forgot that, like, long suffering is actually, like, one of the fruits of the spirit. Because God understands that our life is going to be hard. And we shouldn't just throw in a towel because y'all do realize that vows say for better or for worse, for worse. Like a lot of times your worst is so unpredictable and you be thinking like, okay, I'm signing up for worse. And when worse comes, you like, mm -mm, I ain't signed up for that worse, but you did. You said <laughs> for better or for worse. And I feel like people are quitting at the worst part and because they feel like it's going to be better, but. The fact that they say in the vows for better or for worse that no, you know that worse is going to happen. So it's like you have to, you don't have to stick it out. But I do feel like marriages are ending too soon. People aren't fighting hard enough, in my opinion. But I don't know these people. So it is what it is. But Derek Jackson, his wife, I'm glad he divorced her. The reason I'm glad is because I feel like if he never divorced her, she would not have left. And sometimes... When we won't leave a situation that is not healthy for us, God will make that person leave us. Something will happen so big that either you'll have to leave, you'll be forced to leave, or, you know, that person will actually exit your life. And you're left like, dang, what? Hold on. This is no wait. Because I've definitely been snatched up out of some situations where I wouldn't have left. But God was like, oh, you're going to leave. We can do this the easy way. We can do this the hard way. And the hard way is them person going to leave you. <laughs> so... Um, I feel bad for her. I see a lot of people talking about him divorcing her from a physical aspect. And that's annoying because it's like, you think how she dresses and that bonnet of righteousness, like that's a reason to divorce somebody. Y'all do know those are simple fixes, right? Like he can literally say, Hey, can you dress up? Can let me take you to get your hair done. Let me take you to get a new outfit. Like it's not that hard because she's not ugly. Like, I've seen pictures and her body is bodying. So, like, she's not an ugly girl. You know, I don't know what her hair looked like, but 
all these bust downs, lace fronts, everything. She can get that fixed. Like that's that's dumb. Um, so I'm tired of people like victim blaming blaming her because obviously we've from what we know, we know he has cheated on her. We also know that I don't know. I feel like it's he comes their relationship comes off one sided. The reason I say that is because I feel like she fights for him a lot, but he doesn't fight for her. The reason I say that is when he got caught cheating because of who he is in the message he was putting out there, he was lying. Like he was deceiving the people because honestly, I feel like he could have sold more <laughs> by <laughs> just telling the truth. Because if you're like, Hey, I be cheating. So I know what to look for in your dude when he be cheating too. So listen to me. I, I would have tuned in because you honest, you a cheater, you a F boy. Yes, I'm a tune in, but you're trying to be the good guy and you're not that and you get caught. So now you have to rebrand because you weren't showing up authentically as yourself. But to me, if you get caught cheating, you got caught cheating. Why do I have to, as your wife, have to have to sit next to you and hold your hand in your PR campaign to save your brand and explain why you cheated on me? I'm hurt. Let me feel my feelings. If you truly love me, if you truly cared about me, if you were selfless in this marriage, you wouldn't bring me on with your apology. You did that to get sympathy. But what it did was it turned the camera from him, which exactly what he wanted. He wanted deflection. He didn't want to be held fully 100% accountable. I feel like him having his wife sit next to him, especially the way she presented herself, and and just really being kind of like, I don't know, she was just very like homely and just broke. It She looked broke down. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Spiritually, emotionally, mentally. I feel like her coming on like that sitting next to him, it took the lens off of him and put it on her. So everyone started attacking her, looking at her like, oh, well, that's why he cheated, blah, blah, blah. And that's exactly what I feel like he wanted to do. And I feel like someone who will put you in the line of fire like that don't care about you. Because actions speak louder than words. Like there's no way a wife should have to sit next to her husband when he got caught cheating and listen to that again when I know he been cheating. I already got to deal with it emotionally, privately. You want me to do it publicly? And then you're not even going to sit here and tell me like, listen, we about to go on here. I need you to look your best. I need you to, you know, I'm going to bring in hair, makeup, wardrobe. We going to be out here. You just going to have her looking like that. You, he did that on purpose. You can't tell me he didn't do that on purpose because it did exactly what he wanted. It got the result that he wanted. The result he wanted was for the lens to be off of him and on her. And that's exactly what happened. So I feel like women were more understanding, which is sad, which is so sad. We just live in this broken, toxic, shallow era where women will attack other women because 
they're looking at them like, oh, if I had him, I would be doing this and doing that. And he wouldn't know he's going to do it regardless. If a man is cheating, it's because he cheated. That's a lack of self-discipline on him. It has very little to do with a woman. I'm not saying it's like a hundred, like it has 0% to do with her. But if a man decides to cheat, that has way more to do with him than her. So people like, oh, well, you know, he wasn't a tra Say something. That's what communication is for. If somebody's looks are falling off, I'm going to be 100% honest. Like, if I'm married to someone, if I'm in a relationship with somebody, I would much rather him tell me the hard, disgusting truth. Like, hey, I don't know if I'm attracted to you anymore because of X, Y, and Z. Come have that conversation with me first before you go out and slang your slong everywhere. Like, come on, man. So I hate that the lens got turned off of him and onto her. So that's how I know he don't care about her, number one. Number two, like, she been out here again. I feel like she fights harder than him. He ain't really said nothing about their marriage since he has to defend himself. He wouldn't have said nothing. We didn't even know he was married. I forgot about that part. That's too, We didn't even know they was married until it came out that he was cheating. We didn't even, we had never seen his wife before. We didn't even know. I thought the man was single. I didn't know what was going on. Why is he hiding her? That That's another thing that lets me know. Why am I being hidden? What What is happening here? Last thing, um, this baby just went and was cursing folks and putting spells on folks because they were speaking against her marriage like a few weeks ago. And again, he don't be speaking out about it. Like he be posting stuff every now and again, but it's just a post. It's not like he's verbally speaking about his wife. I have yet to see him say out loud, I value my wife. I love her. And it'd be genuine. Like everything is in defense of what's going on. Like it just seems strategic and manipulative as opposed to like, I'm genuine. I care about my wife. Like I love her. I would never want to see her be hurt. I don't want, you know what I mean? It's just not giving real love. It is not giving Mary J. Blige real love. It is not. So I am actually, it's a win for him to divorce her because I just want her to, to like, she needs a moment. And I hope she recovers from this. I hope she heals. Not only do I want to read the book, the memoir of surviving Derrick Jackson, but I also just want her to see herself and a lot of the times when you're in an emotionally abusive relationship because i've been in one it you are it you're spending all of your energy surviving like you're fighting for your life emotionally and mentally every single day because you're being gaslit you're being manipulated you don't know what's real you literally it really can make you go crazy so you can't you can't see the truth. You can't see the light because there's so much darkness around you. So hopefully now that she's divorced, once they move, you know, he moves out, she's alone. It'll snap. Like the light will come back and she'll be like, hold up. This fool was playing me this whole time. <laughs> so that's what I'm hoping will happen. But I mean, we don't know. Um, I don't know her personally, but I'm just hoping that like something great comes out of him divorcing her and I hope I wish 
peace over her. I wish hope over her. I wish freedom over her. Um, I wish healing over her. I wish her, I hope that she finds her own purpose, her own light, especially because they have kids. I think we keep forgetting that we have, they have kids because they, they talk about it, but we never seen these kids. Like, you know, not that we have to, but you know, I just want her to be whole and healthy so she can be there for her kids. But like, I just don't think it's a good situation. Like he's never shown up for her, in my opinion. Like we haven't seen that publicly. We've not seen him show up for her. We've not seen him defend her. We've not seen him be love her out loud. And it's sad. So I'm I'm happy that she's getting this freedom. Like it's a blessing in disguise because yeah. And then, you know, the new girl is out here throwing shots because she thinks she won a prize. You know, some people are so insecure that they get validation out of winning a man when they have to understand that if you have to take somebody's man, then how is you competing for a man a win? That's not a win. A win is when someone comes to you 100% single 100% ready to embrace you because if you're weighing two options, like <laughs> it's, of course he's going to choose the newer shiny thing. Men have said this all over the place. They say ain't no vagina like new vagina. So of course he's going to choose new over old. Girl, you ain't want nothing. You stupid. <laughs> like if you really think you want something like, you want a man who publicly embarrasses his wife on the regular. You want a man who cheats on his wife on the regular. You want a man who is dishonest in who he is. He probably don't even know who he is because he's been lying for so dang long. You want a man who does, does he genuinely respect and care about women? Because I mean, yeah, he speaks to women. He gives dating advice and all of that stuff like that. But that doesn't mean you care, respect women. The way you treat us says that. Like if you are using us to get book sales because you feel like, oh, I know how to game women. I know how to manipulate women into believing me. Yeah, we know you're good at that. You're you're great. You're grand at that. You've manipulated a whole wife into stick, sticking beside you, being your campaign, fighting for you, being your PR person. You've gained over a million followers by, you know, telling women what they need to do and everything like that. So we get that you're really good at branding and lying and being good marketing off of the pain of women. But do you actually respect us? Do you actually love us? Do you actually care about us? Do you actually see us as more than a dollar sign? So that that's something that I would, would pose to him. Um, I would also pose that to his followers. Like, I don't know. I just... So for me, I'm, I'm always torn when women when men are like relationship coaches for women. Um, I do get why, because, you know, a lot of women, men and women don't understand each other. The only difference is men don't listen to us, but we listen to men. I don't know why men don't listen to the source. <laughs> um, uh, who was talking about it? Uh, I, I seen a podcast with Anthony, Anthony O'Neill and RC Blakes and, Anthony O'Neill asked him, like, why don't you talk to men? And he said, I do talk to men, but men don't listen because men have this 
superiority complex where they feel like they don't need to listen. They're, you know, I am man, hear me roar. So I don't have to listen to a woman when we are the source and we know what we're talking about. And, you know, mansplaining is a whole thing because of that. But anyway, I'm always torn 50 50 when men talk to women about like dating and relationships. Um, yes, you know, the man mind, you know how y'all move. So you can kind of explain to us what not to do, what to do, blah, blah, blah. But men don't understand the pain points of a woman. Men don't understand like how it feels to be played, how it feels after that, how it feels to keep fighting and hoping for a good guy. Like how it feels when you are married to somebody and you are fighting for their marriage and he gets up and he leaves you for the next person. Like you don't know those pain points. So you may know the logical points, but you don't know the pain points. So even the way the men speak is kind of like, it's so logical. They're not actually understanding the healing that needs to come along with it because they don't feel how we feel. They don't think how we think. So that's why I'm always kind of like, mm. <sighs> women, ladies, like listening to this guy who is inauthentic, not saying that his stuff isn't valuable because I mean, Hey, he's a cheater. So I mean, I'm pretty sure what he's telling you is the truth. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it's kind of like, I feel like it's, it's it's a little bit degrading to be this inauthentic person and you're supposed to be leading and encouraging women, but you ain't even encouraging your own wife. You're not even uplifting your own wife. Like, that's crazy to me. I couldn't, I couldn't listen to somebody like that because, I don't know, I just, and then you claim to be a Christian be hypocritical to me. Yeah, I just don't, I just want, I just enjoy people who are authentic. Like whoever you are, be authentic in who you are. Like I would much rather a person telling me, coming on the scene saying, yeah, I used to be a dog. I used to be a cheater. I am a cheater right now. I'm trying to overcome that. So let me tell you what to look for in a cheater. Like I follow this one guy on uh, TikTok. He's a narcissist. He's like been certified. I mean, he's been tested and they say like he's a narcissist. So he talks about, Signs to look for in a narcissist because that's what he is. Me, like, I have daddy issues. Like, I have had to overcome that, you know, and I still get triggered. Like, I have mommy issues. I've had to overcome that. I still get triggered. Like, I'm celibate, but before I was celibate, I was addicted to sex. So, I can speak from things in an authentic way. But I'm not going to speak on something that I haven't overcome. Like, I'm not going to come on here and tell you how to be a millionaire because I ain't never been a millionaire. That would be me being inauthentic. That's not right. So all I'm saying is like, your whoever you listen to, they need to be effective and they need to be authentic. And I just don't understand why he still has all these followers and why people are still supporting him because it's just, again, if he can't even respect his wife and lead his wife, why would we... Why would you be listening to him? But hey, that's that's just my thought process. You know, do what you want with that information. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really, I truly pray for her. I truly hope that she comes out of this on top, that she, does, that she doesn't stay in that broken, dark place. Because you can tell she's in a broken, dark place by how she's actually showing up in the world. Like, it's, it's, it's scary to see. It's sad to see. But I hope she comes out on top. I don't care nothing about him. I just want her to come out on top. So, all right, y'all. Till next time. Bye. American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.